Welcome back. It's been three months since we last spoke, since I signed off for good. Well, I will tell you, I signed off and I realized that I enjoy doing this podcast. And so I decided to come back because I think I have a lot more to say. First of all, why no intro? Well, it's coming, but it's new, just like this podcast is new. Have a little bit of a change of focus. And I think I can help. The world has changed. Pandemic is now an endemic. You know, people are living with this thing. And, uh, you know, I even had COVID a few uh, weeks back. And um, fortunately, I'm fully vaxxed, whether you agree with it or not. Um, it did help me, I think, to get over it quick. I did still got it, though. Um, but I did come back quick. And I decided that, um, you know, I'd start this podcast back up. The economy is sputtering. And consumers are fickle. You know, things that uh, used to sell on eBay are no longer selling on eBay because people are worried about the economy. Some people are actually selling more on eBay and other platforms uh, because the economy. Um, uh, I know that in my world, I've had to get a little more creative to get people to come back. I've had to uh, run sales. I've had to cut prices just to get my sales up. And I will tell you, it has been pretty, pretty difficult out there for you. Uh, well, for me anyway, I don't know about for you anyway. So reselling is fluctuating wildly. What I was, I'm trying to say, eBay sales have fallen, uh, uh, for the last four consecutive quarters, if their sales are falling. Your sales are falling most likely. Now, funny thing is, is during those four quarters, uh, they have actually increased revenue and the way they not revenue actually profit and the reason why they've increased profit is because they've been increasing costs so those costs are on your back not your customers back so what are we going to do about it well there's a lot to do about it i have a lot to say so this podcast is going to be different than the last podcast i'm going to bring in guests that are not only resellers but i'm also going to bring in guests that are not resellers but have good insight into the economy good insight into marketing, good insight into how to run your business, move you away from becoming just resellers to becoming online entrepreneurs. There are other things to increase sales that we want to talk about. And I've talked about them in the past at some point, but I want you to now listen and focus and hyper-focus, a matter of fact, on trying to move off-platform, get to know your customers, and get into a new type of thinking about your business. You can't just resell stuff. I don't want to get questions about, hey, should I resell this? Hey, should I resell that? I don't care. And you shouldn't care. The point is, when eBay sales fall for the last four quarters, other platform sales are going up. That means that there are other co companies out there that are trying to go after eBay business, and they're doing this through niching. What I mean by that is that Poshmarks and Macari's have been really, really focusing on sales for clothing, and they have for a long time, and they're starting to bite into eBay's business. Companies like Hip have been focusing on some collectibles in the market, and so they're starting to take away from those eBay sales. In the sports card arena, there are many sites that are starting to take sports cards and shoes and watches away from eBay. My point is that eBay is starting to lose market share and is showing in the market, and that is dangerous for you, all right? 
Now, the reason why it's dangerous for you is because your customers are not really your customers. Your customers are eBay's customers that just happen to run into you. And that's okay if you are doing this as a part-time income, but if you want to make this a full-time income, you can't just rely on one source. And I've been saying that for a while. However, I've struggled with this and you've struggled with it too, I'm sure. So I've done things like, you know, starting my own website and then pushing people to that website so they could, so they could buy from me. It's still going through eBay because I was using a plugin for Wix and truth be told, I'm still doing that but I'm doing things a little bit differently now. And we're gonna talk about that over the course of this podcast. And we're gonna talk to people who are also doing that. And we're gonna talk to people who aren't doing it, but really want to start. And we're gonna coach them through it. But like I said, we're gonna have other people on this podcast that are gonna have expertise in areas that are not necessarily reselling related, but are marketing related, that are business related. And I think that's gonna be important going forward. If you're going to rely on one market, you're going to fail. If you rely on software that's going to post you on multiple markets, it's going to take you a little bit more time, but you still also fail because your customers are not your customers. And that is not anybody's fault, but your own. So we're going to teach you how to, how to make them your customers. And then what happens is they come back to you. They don't come back to eBay. They may be buying through eBay, but they're coming back to you. And that's the important thing. So I'm going to do a little bit of a recap over um, me, uh, recap over my business, recap over my philosophy on how to run the type of business that we all run. So if you're new to this podcast, you can start here. You don't have to go back to listen to the old ones. You can if you want, but um, you don't have to because if you listen to this one, this is going to be a good recap over the last 60 episodes. So who am I and uh, why did I get into reselling? Well, Kind of interesting. Uh, I was a uh, executive for a uh, company in Europe, and I was traveling a lot for work. And uh, you know, obviously, with a pretty much uh, high pressure job and a lot of travel, and not taking good care of myself, I had a medical problem. And that medical problem, unfortunately, happened while I was in uh, uh, in the air on my way back to Dallas from Dubai. And um, as you can imagine, uh, you know, when you, you hear about those stories about people who have to be taken off the plane uh, when they reach their destination, that wasn't exactly me, but, uh, but um, let's just say I went right from the airplane to the hospital. And um, that was a little bit of an eye-opener. I realized working for somebody else was something I didn't want to do, and I didn't want to have those medical problems again. I needed more control over over my life and so i decided to become a reseller now you know there's a lot of reasons why i went to reselling i think partially because the barrier of entry was low considerably lower than traditional businesses um but you know ultimately i did it because it was a really good business there were established marketplaces where i could sell goods and so now the real only real problem was you know what do i sell and and uh, and where do I sell it? So obviously eBay, uh, which I was doing business with for years as a buyer, occasionally selling uh, stuff that I needed to get rid of things, but um, you know mainly a buyer. And so I naturally went to eBay and looked to see if there's a business there. And of course, I did all the YouTube searches and you know listened to some podcasts and thought, you know what? There is, there is something to be said about this business. And like I said, low cost of entry and, um, you know, a kind of plenty of people out there 
to teach you the business. So I did what a lot of people do is I watch these videos and then maybe I, I not maybe I did buy a few courses online from people who are YouTubers and decided that okay let's let's go forward and th and I will tell you that those YouTubers uh, did help even their courses did help me in my in my journey. Are they necessary? No, they're not necessary. You can learn everything you want from listening to podcasts and watching free YouTube videos, and I don't uh, suggest you buy any of them. Frankly, just listen to old podcasts. If you want to go back and listen to the old podcasts, that would be a reason why to do it because I basically divulge not any proprietary information that they've given because none of it's really proprietary. It's it's. It, I will tell you though, those courses do shorten your learning curve. So that's it. so. If you want to do that, buy a cheap one because they're all going to be very basically the same. And I'll recap it right here. You buy things low, you mark it up, rinse and repeat. Okay. They may have lists of things that are hot, and I'm going to tell you, you need to learn how to fish, not learn how to copy what they're doing, because they're feeding you fish, and you need to be able to find your own fish. And there are plenty of research tools out there you can use to do that, whether it's the eBay tools that they provide you, or WorthPoint, uh, or other tools. There's, there's plenty of them. So in my business in particular, I focused on repeatable small items that I could store because as we talked about in many episodes, uh, there are levers in the business that you need to be able to pull to be able to increase sales, increase inventory and pricing ultimately. And we're going to talk about that in future episodes. So we'll come back to it. My philosophy has always been do something, you know, find out what works and then rinse and repeat and just do it over and over and over again. So I, like a lot of resellers, started in clothing because clothing was uh, very easy to find if you had any kind of thrift stores in your area, and that's what I did. Um, but I found that um, selling clothing was time-consuming. It was space-consuming. And when I what I mean by time-consuming, it's really anything from just prepping it and getting it ready for sale uh, to the enormous amount of questions that you get from uh, from people. And that's that's a real problem because then you're never going to get out of it. I mean, your rat race, you just exchange one rat race for another. My point is you don't want to do that. And we're going to teach you not to do that. So our goal here is turning customers that come to you once a, every once in a while or maybe never at all after their initial purchase, we turn those customers into fanatics. And there's many, many ways to do that. I think one is trying to get to them and get to understand who they are. And I don't mean that who they are as a person. I mean, what's their email address? What's their name? What's their contact information? And the reason why eBay is getting tougher and tougher and tougher and other platforms, not at all, not even possible. And that's because they don't want them to be your customer. They want them to be their customer. They don't care if they, ha they have um, repeat buyers or not. Now, some tools are out there to kind of assist in that, obviously with couponing, things like that. So they're not completely against you. But the reality is, is that they feel that if you have their contact information, you're going to pull them off platform. And maybe you will, maybe you won't. I'm going to talk about methods on how to get that information. You know, sometimes they provide it for you, but most of the time they don't. I mean, I went through my sales for the past year and eBay provided me with maybe three or four email addresses out of the thousands of things that I sold. So my goal and your goal should be to turn customers into fanatics. 
have them come back. And um, there's ways to do that. We're going to talk about how to do that. But I'm going to give you the long and short of it. You know, first of all, if you're in clothing right now, get out of clothing. You don't you don't want to be clothing. Now, I will tell you if there's you have specialty clothing like old concert t-shirts or very very high end uh, um, women's clothing or actually men's men's clothing as well. That's different. All right, I'm talking about the run of the mill. I go to the thrift store, I find polos and jeans and things like that, and then resell them. Unless you have the systems and the people and the space to back up that type of business, you're not going to make very much money. And I'm going to give you a little bit of a preview about future episodes. Those people aren't coming back to you. The riches are in the niches. And that means that you need to focus in a specific area and really get good at it. And clothing's too broad uh, to do that. Now, I'm going to say focus on areas that that really are conducive to repeat business because it's 70%. And actually, this is actually just a regular statistic from business, but it's probably even more so in, uh, in the reselling world, is that 70%, it costs 70% less to bring in uh, somebody to, re- to buy from you again than it would be to get a new customer. And of course, it's not really costing you anymore on eBay or other platforms to do that. So I'm going to say it's 70% more effort to get uh, repeat customers. How do you get repeat customers? That's through automation. And we're going to talk about that. Some of it's easy. Some of it's not so easy. But at the end of the day, it's going to turn your business around. And it's turned my business around, I could tell you. Now, I sell less than I sold when I sold clothing, but my profitability is so much higher. My stress level is so much lower. My customer service is so much lower. My returns are practically nothing. I will tell you, I've had one, maybe two, actually two, two returns uh, in my vintage photograph and postcard business. That's it, two. And I sold thousands. In clothing, I used to get four or five a month if I was lucky, sometimes even more because people don't like stuff. Uh, people decide that it's not exactly what they were looking for. Maybe the measure they don't read the measurements. I mean, there's a million reasons why they return this stuff. And I will tell you, I still have some old clothing items in my inventory because it's taken me a while to get rid of them. But I will tell you that it's the biggest source of headaches in my business. And it's probably the biggest source of headaches in your business. Everybody I've seen on YouTube videos that talk about clothing hate it. They, uh, you know, they like the fact that they can get a bunch of it, and there's there's definitely a market for it, and there's a lot of statistics on eBay and other platforms to tell you how it sells and when it sells and so on, and they don't have as, um, let's say, advanced statistics in other areas of uh, or other products on, on eBay, and so it becomes a little bit more problematic, but I will tell you, your buy costs are lower, your storage and handling is lower in other other areas other than clothing. So I'm just going to tell you, just get out of it. Unless you're a, a niche player or you have the systems and people and space uh, in place to be able to run a clothing business, then you need to get out of it. Now, doesn't mean you need to try to just dump your old inventory. I mean, obviously, if you have it, just sell, sell through it. It might take you some time. Unless you get somebody who's going to come in and buy it all from you for what you bought it for or more, then really, honestly, you don't want to take that loss. But Find a niche 
and uh, focus on that. That's I'm just if you take anything away from today's conversation, that's what I want you to take away from. All right. So just a little recap: turning customers into fanatics and automating your business are going to be your sources of success. Now, how can I help? Well, one, this podcast I hope will help. We're going to talk to people who have um, expertise in that. I have expertise in that. I run a software company that does that, mainly for the restaurant business, but also uh, for resellers. If you want to talk to me, you know, just shoot me an email. So um, don't shoot an email to uh, Mike at oldfashionedmike.com. That I shut that off. Old Fashioned Mike is dead. You want to get hold of me? I want you to send me an email at Mike at sparklerdesign.com. You can get me there. If you want to listen to the podcast episodes, I'm going to repost them on a new website. So oldfashionedmike.com is still functional. I still own the URL. I'm going to forward it over to the new website that I'm going to put together. And um, But uh, it will be on uh, my main platform for my, my main business. But um, you'll be able to get it there. So um, you still go to Old Fashioned Mike, but you know, essentially, um, end of lifing that persona. Uh, my name is Mike Clapperton. I run a company called Sparkler and uh, based out of Florida. We mainly service the restaurant industry, but um, we also service resellers as well. And um, for the short run, just uh, send me an email if you want to talk to me. So hopefully next episode, I'll have an intro and an outro music. But today, I'm just going to sign off. So I'm glad to be back. I missed everybody. And keep those emails coming. Talk to you soon. Bye.